When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The following podcast contains audio extracted from videos on the Harry Potter Theory YouTube channel. Hey everyone, welcome to another installment of Harry Potter Theory. Today, we're going to be discussing the probability of whether or not Santa's elves have any relation to the house elves that appear throughout Harry Potter. As I'm sure you can appreciate, this is a somewhat complicated topic. First of all, there's an absurd amount of elven lore that has existed over the centuries. Of course, the elves that are rumored to reside in the North Pole with jolly old Saint Nick are just one of many, because, of course, elves are a common component of just about any fantastical realm created by novelists. One really doesn't have to think very hard or for very long to come up with a list of books and movies that include this magical species. Lord of the Rings, The Witcher, these are just a couple of the most popular and commonly known series and universes that include an elven people. So why compare the house elves of Harry Potter with Santa Claus's elves? Well, in my opinion, there are just one too many similarities between these two sets of elves to ignore. If we are ready to accept that both these creatures exist within the same universe, which I assume we are, since Christmas is acknowledged by the characters of Harry Potter throughout the books and films, and in a world where magical beings clearly exist, it'd be rather ridiculous to rule out that Santa also exists. So, if we are ready to accept that both sets of elves exist in the same universe, then it's only logical to assume that they are related, however distantly. Let's start with the obvious. Since we're not simply comparing these two elven populations in the video, we're actually looking to uncover whether or not they are indeed related, linked, or what have you. That means that we must first establish how Santa, the North Pole, and his elves would fit into the Harry Potter universe and wizarding world as a whole. Well, to begin with, what's most obvious to me is that Santa is a wizard. Yes, I said it. Please don't come after me too harshly in the comments. I mean, Saint Nick is pretty much the most obvious and widely known, not to mention most widely accepted, example of a magical being. Right? For starters, he's lived for centuries, something only wizard kind is known to do among us humanoid beings. Second of all, he has a long white beard. Okay, no, I'm only joking. Although, if you really think about it, all of the most well-known wizards have had long white beards. Albus Dumbledore, Merlin, there just might be something there, no? 
Anyway, then there's the fact that he's able to deliver gifts to each and every child on earth, despite a drastic increase in population over the last few decades. We currently have 8 billion people on earth, with an estimated 2 billion of those being children between the ages of 0 and 14. So how could one man deliver gifts to 2 billion children in one night? It's clearly the work of magic. Sure, he's got the whole different time zones thing on his side, so he's got an extended night situation going on, but how else would he visit the home of each and every child around the globe within such a constrained timeline? Say it with me now, magic. And not just any magic, powerful magic. And since Santa himself is not an elf, that leaves the only possible explanation for his abilities is that he is indeed a wizard. Right, so once you're able to clearly draw the line between the magic of Santa Claus and the wizarding community as we know it from the Harry Potter universe, it's not unreasonable to come to other connections between the two worlds. Let's start with what we know in terms of the house elves from Harry Potter. Throughout the series, we come to know about the existence of house elves, first introduced by way of the atypical house elf Dobby in the Chamber of Secrets. In most cases, house elves are bound to serve one family of witches and wizards, tied to their servitude by way of a magical contract. These contracts require them to act in the best interest of their masters, whatever the cost, and the contracts are unbreakable unless a member of the wizarding family whom the elf serves bestows or gifts an item of clothing upon or to their elf. Through our acquaintance with a couple specific elves, namely Dobby, originally enslaved by the Malfoy family, it's also revealed that even the elves who become free maintain a rather astounding, and by all accounts unintentional, sense of duty towards their former masters. For example, Dobby, despite having no love for the Malfoys, causes himself harm when he speaks ill of his former masters. Actions such as this make it quite obvious, at least to me, that there's more at work here than just a magically binding contract. It brings to light the question of whether or not these house elves have been bred to be dutiful, obedient servants, a theory further supported by the fact that there is only ever one house elf per wizarding family, suggesting that in order to continue their species, house elves would need to be intentionally brought together to mate. A rather disturbing thought if you ask me. In any case, if this is a subject that interests you, I highly recommend you check out my previous video on the subject, Why do elves serve wizard kind if they're so powerful? By contrast, what does popular culture, long-standing myths and many a legend tell us about the elves that reside alongside Santa Claus up in the North Pole? Well, to start, we know that they all serve Santa in his efforts to make toys for the children of the world. Seems innocent enough. However, many depictions of Santa and the elves show the elves also caring for Mrs. Claus's needs. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This makes it rather unclear as to whether the elves are responsible for tasks such as making Santa Claus's meals 
and tending to his housekeeping throughout the year in the same way house elves do for the wizarding community. This also brings up the elves' personal interests. Are they working to serve Santa against their will, operating as the house elves do under a magically binding contract that forces them to make toys and serve Saint Nick, or are they more like cheerful volunteers, who are there by choice because they simply want to fill the world with joy and help make children smile? And with questions like these, it's hard not to wonder if these elves are the same type of creatures as the house elves. Are they related at all? It seems almost impossible to think that they have absolutely no relation with one another. And so, it is my belief that these two sets of elves are indeed related in some, if not distant way. In my opinion, I think it's rather likely that they started off as one tribe of elves, possibly located in the Scandinavian region of the world. Because isn't that where popular lore tells us Santa's elves originated? So perhaps there, in what is now known as Finland or Northern Sweden, there was a group of elven people whose histories diverged when they met wizard kind. Imagine that the more cynical, docile and rather cowardly few of this group decided to align themselves with the protection of witches and wizards. They moved into their magical homes and inadvertently began to serve them, then agreed to sign contracts to secure their positions within the wizarding community only to have their dutiful demeanors taken advantage of and their rights slowly stripped away. Another group may have stayed in the wild, eventually visited by one Saint Nicholas, a wizard unlike the more sinister magical families who had visited them before. This wizard spoke of hope, joy, and making the children of the world happy, despite having very little to offer them. And so, a second set of elves were swayed to join a very different wizarding home, one in which a man and his wife, we assume Mrs. Claus is a witch, yes, had set up in the far north, away from the judgement of the rest of the wizarding world, to build toys throughout the year and deliver them to children one night annually. As populations grew, Santa and his elves would have had to continue to migrate further north to remain undetected by other communities until eventually they reach the North Pole. Here, they have stayed for centuries, working together, harmoniously or otherwise, to bring joy to the world each and every Christmas. And with that, we come to the end of another video. What did you think? Please share your thoughts in the comments below. And as always, if you enjoyed this video, don't forget to like it and subscribe to the channel. Until next time, remember, Dobby is a free elf.